So you decided you want to buy a gun, but how do you choose which one? You don't have time to test every handgun, rifle, and shotgun out there. NorCal Gun Vault can help you out. Yeah, the folks that work there are passionate about firearms. They hunt, they shoot. You can tell it's not just a job for them, and it shows in their ability to find the perfect firearm for you. NorCal Gun Vault is fully stocked with hundreds of handguns, rifles, shotguns, not to mention tons of ammo, dozens of accessories. Yeah, whether shooting is just a hobby, you're a hunter, or you're thinking about owning your first gun, NorCal Gun Vault has exactly what you're looking for. By the way, if cash is tight right now, but you really want to get a gun, NorCal Gun Vault will work with you to create a layaway program individually tailored to what makes sense for your budget. NorCal Gun Vault opens seven days a week, locally owned and operated. Check them out at NorCalGunVault.com. NorCalGunVault.com. It really matters when you're dealing with experts. Go to NorCalGunVault.com, NorCalGunVault.com. Who are these people? The masked people, the black bloc, Antifa, Antifa, however you're pronouncing it. Where do they come from? Is this a full-time gig? And what do they believe? It, it tends to be a mix of people. Predominantly, I found that they're communists. There's a lot of socialists involved and some anarchists. But typically, I think when you see the violence, the people who are willing to be more violent tend to be communists. That is interesting. I didn't know that. Well, I've been saying it for months. That's what they say. That, We're anarcho-communists. That it's mostly communists, that violent communists. Because Tucker Carlson asked the question about Antifa, and he said... The thing that's weird about this movement is, like, all the big uh, movements of the last half century, they were, it was very clear what they wanted. They would, they, they would give speeches, they would go on shows, they would do interviews for reporters, but these guys go around beating people down, and they don't, like, what's their clear agenda of what they want to accomplish? As Tucker said, I've invited them on my show. Usually they love a platform to come on and say, we need more of this in America or less of that, but they're not doing that for some reason. Yeah, the uh, it's funny, uh, a, a beloved listener, uh, Jay-Z, went to the, not the uh, the beloved uh, 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 hip-hop artist, but a different initials, Jay-Z, uh, went to the his favorite source, the Urban Dictionary, to look up the definition of Antifa. Short for militant anti-fascists, middle-class champagne socialist communist anarchist white boys who don't like nationalists or fascists. They consider themselves to be rebelling against the establishment whilst upholding all of its ultra-politically correct views. Yeah, that's... That's, um, that's a, not fair, because there are a lot of black people involved in it, too. Well, that's... that's bunch one, of skinhead brats living in their mom's basement, a lot of confused people who think communism's a good idea, in spite of the hundred million dead. It goes on and on. As Tucker Carlson was pointing out last night, though, he said, because he, he's, he's been watching all these YouTube videos, and he was talking about the hours and hours and hours of YouTube videos he watched, and he said, whenever you see them with their masks off, it's mostly middle-class white people. And uh, that, that, report, that was a reporter you were hearing there had been beaten down by them. And he said they're <laughs> communists. But you only see that from the YouTube videos where, like, people are right there in the rally. They're not putting out statements or... That is a weird thing about this movement. They held a press conference the other day, which was very, uh, very uh, curious. And I have a tape of that, which we can play. Um, they're upset that the media is focusing on their violence. And they're asking the media to stop doing that. What do they want the media to focus on? Well, we'll we'll get to that in a minute or two. First, though, I want to get to uh, Nancy Pelosi, who used to be the Speaker of the House of Representatives, now the Minority Leader of the House. 
representing San Francisco, and uh, she was on with our uh, friend and colleague Ron Owens on KGO Radio uh, yesterday. And Ron, in his uh, inimitable style, was asking uh, the uncomfortable questions. Then let's talk locally if we can. You and Ed Lee have really been under fire because you're talking about white supremacists that we're trying to trying to uh, demonstrate here in San Francisco on Saturday. And to some degree, I bought it, and then I really started looking up this Joey Gibson, and there's nothing really. I mean, he he actually wore shirts at his rally, F white supremacists and F neo-Nazis. I mean, this is, I I don't quite get, so what's the basis of calling him a neo-Nazi or a white supremacist? Because of what these uh, uh, events can attract, as well as what they, I think that one of the reasons they canceled is that some of the people that might have been associated with them did not want to be associated with other people who might be attracted uh, to such an event. Well, what is that? That is, well, it's bull crap. Yeah, uh, yeah. From a doddering old fool who's been caught really? in a lie. Yeah, really. Um, that, okay, so, well, you know, they're absolutely not what I call them all the time, but they might attract that sort of person, so that's what I call them. These that, sorts of events, what does that mean? It's, it's, it's utterly not devoid of logic. A, a, it's bull ass is what it is. A non-white supremacy event is not going to attract white supremacists. <laughs> and if it does, wh- wh- what do you want them to do about it? All right, let's go on. So San Francisco worked out just fine. The next day they go to Berkeley, and you've got Antifa. I mean, yeah. Antifa, uh, these are extreme to the left, not extreme to the right. They're extreme to the left. They cover their faces so you can't identify them. Uh, there's, there should be similar disgust connected with them as there is to the people on the, uh, on the far right, no? Well, what is Antifa? Antifa is a, a, an organization that is a, a fighting against Nazism. Uh, as an organization, that, that's one thing. People okay, that's who literal. act violently uh, should be um, uh, uh, rejected. We reject any violence. We are. A but city. the violence in Berkeley was Antifa. No, but I mean, the, so if, if when you say it's Antifa, maybe it was individuals in Antifa, and therefore they sh- anybody who's committed an act of violence uh, that needs to be addressed. The idea to put, give equivalence to an organization whose purpose is to fight Nazism uh, is equivalent as organizations who are there uh, to heil Hitler, I think, is not right. I understand exactly what you're saying, but 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 when you have when you have when you have the far right as horrible as they may be in my mind and yours, the far left equals it in terms of the violence, and then you get to the idea of recognition. Say what you will about the far right; at least they stand up for what they believe. The Antifa, they have they have masks. They cover themselves. You understand, but I don't know you say equal. What when you say equal? They're they, both hateful. Well, the, the, one is hateful of Nazism, yeah, and the other is is, is not. One, one is hiling uh, uh, Hitler, whatever the expression is. But you know, it's a bad individual. Wow. First of all, just a quick aside. I have plenty of friends who are are progressive. They're Democrats. They're liberals. Whatever. You got to chuck that lady as your leader. I mean, you got to do it today. It's just a brief aside. Secondly, what a crock of crap. So, and this is, you know, this has been addressed fairly eloquently on this show and even more eloquently in other places. The idea that so they're slightly better than Nazis. Is their great moral achievement? That's your defense of them? I don't. And the, well, it's not Antifa. It's maybe a few individuals. 1,500 people clad in black, wearing masks, armed, stormed across police barricades, and began beating innocent citizens in the name of 
Well, they say anti-fascism. Nancy, they reserve for themselves the right to declare anybody they don't like a fascist and then split their heads open. Uh, well, unbelievable. I keep saying this, and maybe I'm wrong. I don't think she had any idea what she was talking about, which is its own crime. It's her district. Yeah, but then, but, but, okay, fine. But she is comfortable calling people who are not Nazis Nazis. She's comfortable calling people who are not white supremacists white supremacists. So apparently she feels like she knows enough to say those things, which are incredibly damaging. So she's effing dangerous. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would agree. I, 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 I think she, I think. Well, I think I think so many people missed the boat on the Santifa thing because they just they're so comfortable in the idea of, yeah, we're just we're surrounded by Nazis and white supremacists. And uh, and, and that's the greatest threat to America. And anybody who goes up against them is good. And they just didn't think any further about that. Right. They missed the whole story. There are more people attending polo matches than in the Klan at this point. Trump's neo-Nazis, please. Trump said this poorly. And I think at the moment, even if he had said it well, he'd have gotten killed for it. But there's a greater threat to America from Antifa than there is from white supremacists. The white supremacist thing is known and rejected and is not going to catch on anywhere. No. And that was their greatest moment a couple of weeks ago, and it wasn't very many people. Antifa is growing, is all over the country, and stopping all sorts of... Of conversation, speech, and and activity. There, and to have the backing of the media, the police, and politicians. That's way scarier. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It's it's sickening to me. It's just... It all boils down to the whole left-right thing. God, I sat through these classes. I'll say it again. The functional, meaning real world difference between the extreme left and the extreme right is what they're wearing that's the only difference what color their flag is that they want exactly the same thing the right to enforce their will through violence the right to control thought and activity by a formerly free people they are all fascists and anybody who well listen i will i will uh, uh, grab the olive branch the jack attempted to wave at nancy pelosi earlier if you're not hip to the fact, if you just heard them say, yeah, we're anti-Nazi, and you think, wow, I'm anti-Nazi too, so I must be in favor of these people. They lie. They lie to you. They, they, they think everybody's a Nazi and claim the right to split their heads open. That's who they really are. The press conference where they told the press that you really got to stop uh, concentrating on the violence. Uh, we'll play that for you coming up in a moment or two. It is unintentionally hilarious. Yeah, it's uh, well, the the good the good news, even though it's a couple of years late. But the good news is, it seems like people are catching on. Nancy Pelosi made a statement last night where she somebody apparently got in front of her and said, "Oh, look, you're on the wrong side of this Antifa thing." Well, and Jesse Aragine, the uh, the mayor of Berkeley, finally forced to concede. Look, we got to treat them like a gang. They're an armed gang. New York Times, Washington Post has caught on to what they are. So that's the really good news. Can't believe it took this long. It's really scary that it took this long. I think Antifa's going to double down, though. We'll hear more from them coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Why was 
Noam Chomsky quoted on Fox News last week as, boy, he's on to something here. Tucker Carlson quoted Noam Chomsky last week, got a lot of attention among people who pay attention to that sort of thing. <laughs> and um, uh, and I'm going to hit you with that quote in a little bit, and we'll discuss, because it's really interesting. Noam Chomsky's a really out there, I think he's crazy. But but he may have struck upon something, and we got to figure out if this is what's going on with our current news cycle discourse in America. Oh, that sounds like some heady stuff. It I'll, is. I'll stay tuned. It is, and it's around the Antifa and all that. You know, I probably should have edited that, knowing this, knowing that that was coming, but I didn't know that was coming. I left in some of the stuff around the sides because I enjoy the the dim-witted tap dancing by some of the people at the TV station concerned who are still not quite ready to say that that the lefties who hold sway in, in the California Bay Area have turned ugly and oppressive and are every bit the fascists they claim to be fighting. So you're going to hear some uh, media tap dancing here, the folks on Cron 4, but uh, they at least report this story. Uh, dig this, will you please, about a recent Antifa press conference. Back to normal in Berkeley one day after anti-hate demonstrators... There weren't quite okay, as many. Gotta, right got to stop right there. <laughs> Junior, first of all, nice suit. Really nice suit. Fits you well. And you're a handsome fellow with a very nice short haircut. You don't get to call somebody hate leaders unless you have information that they are. You see, the people in black who split people's heads open who they don't agree with, they called them a hate group. That doesn't make them a hate group, Junior. Do you get to be anti-hate with a board in your hand while you're hitting people in the head? Wing activists, as some folks thought there might be. Yeah, today anti-fascist leaders spoke with reporters about their frustration with the media's coverage of yesterday's rally. Our Corn Force uh, Spencer Blake is live for us in Berkeley tonight. Spencer, what did those organizers say? Well, they wanted to clear some things up about what happened yesterday as thousands of people covered this block here at uh, Civic Center Park across the street from where I am right now. They also said that some of the reports and published pictures and videos uh, were things that they didn't like about them. The near chaos in Martin Luther King Park Sunday wasn't as bad as it could have been. There was very little opposition to the anti-hate demonstrators, and those who did oppose them got run out of the park. But some of the confrontations we did tell you about... Now, keeping in mind that the people who got ran out of the park were there to press for free speech. A lot of them are anti-Trump, like uh, our friend Ryoga, who is a progressive lefty. He was there to speak. He and his people got run out of the park. There are also a lot of people there in Trump hats, but they get to do that. That's right. So Cron for shame on and, you. And they were not. They were. They. I mean, that was the definition of a of a peaceful a peaceful assembly. Right. Which you have a constitutional right to do. It was the definition of that. Got the permit. weren't being violent. We're just walking around with signs. I mean, that whole thing. And be, and they got run out by the violent crowd. And here, these reporters seem to think that that's a good thing. Well, they're a hate group. Wow, because they were scared they were going to be injured or killed, so they ran away. Right. Wow, that's amazing. And on it goes. Sunday didn't sit well with the anti-fascist movement. It is not always about the violence, and that's why we're here asking you as media representation to not focus on that all the time. 
I don't have too much confidence that you're not going to lead with the bleeding stuff. As a reminder, this story led with this. Not bloody, but still pretty heavy stuff. Antifa leader Alex Yuin says things went as she had envisioned them Sunday, though she expressed remorse for people who may have been attacked and acknowledged that a few people at the rally made bad choices. As for the crowd chasing away Patriot Prayer organizer Joey Gibson. I'm not justifying it. I'm human naturing it in the sense that if somebody is in your face and going nin 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 because they think they can because they're privileged we cannot take this lightly wow. in san francisco berkeley college republicans saw the whole thing differently every single person that was even you know slightly seemed like they were conservative or marginally attached to uh, uh Donald Trump or supportive of the president, they ran after them, chased after them, and beat them up. You know. UN claims Black Bloc doesn't want a violent identifier, but there's no denying violence happened at the park. Another Berkeley College Republican says someone started hitting the car she was in with a pipe. They were throwing people, they were kicking people to the ground. I had to get out of there. People on each side of the confrontation will likely remember things playing out very differently for years to come. So wow. and wow. The, the report wraps up as badly as it began. So Cron Four, that nineteen-year-old girl, is she a hate group? Because you were talking about the hate group being run out of the park, or the anti-hate demonstrators, or beating up that young man, and anybody who was even marginally attached to Republicans or the president getting chased down and beaten. You you good with that, Cron Four? That's an anti-hate demonstration. I. I honestly thought, I mean, because I read the Orwell stuff. God, you people have the intelligence of gerbils. I swear to God. I read the Orwell stuff and and, and the stuff in there, you know, war is peace and, you know, the the violence is love and all that sort of stuff. It was Orwell. I just thought it was like, you know, it was like a a metaphor or something. It's art. Yeah, it's art. That doesn't actually happen. That's, it's actually happening. They're they're calling the people who want free speech the hate group, and they're calling the people with bats and bricks the anti-hate group right. who's coming in and beating up the people who aren't doing anything. Violence is love. I mean, it's so crazy, and the media is fully playing into it. Right. And the politicians. Right. And the police force. Way to go, Cron. Proud it's, of yourselves. It's mind-boggling. Oh, my I did, God. I didn't even think that was possible. I really didn't. You know, y'all should maybe report on weather and if there's a grand opening of a grocery store. I'm not sure you have the intellectual heft to handle anything more complicated than that. So get out of the business. Quit embarrassing yourselves. They should stand in front of a Volkswagen and do a story and say, we have a puppy here that can fly. This puppy can fly. You're you're pointing to a car that doesn't fly. Well, I was told (laughs) that it's a flying dog. I mean, so I'm just repeating that you're just, in front of a camera in my nice suit. You're just saying things that aren't true. It's it's mind-boggling to me. Yeah, I know. This we're, anti-hate group with bats chasing this hate group who are standing there with signs. Peacefully <laughs> speaking. That is so crazy. Yeah. Uneffing believable. I don't think I'm going to have time to get to this Noam Chomsky quote. Oh, Maybe we got I, plenty of the, time. Tucker Carlson got into it. Well, it's kind of a long conversation. And it might be too serious. Maybe tomorrow. I don't know. Uh, kind of gets to Sean and I were talking about this yesterday in the hall. Of, and this is sort of what Noam Chomsky is talking about, although he seems to believe it. somebody's controlling this and made it happen on purpose. But one way or another, we've ended up with the dumbest, as Sean says, the dumbest 5% on both sides have completely dominated the conversation. Wow. And we all discuss them all the time. Wow. 
Wow. And that's what Noam Chomsky was talking about, although he believes that it's a way to control humanity. I can't imagine who the puppet masters would be that did this on purpose. In my experience, the dumb are hard to control, too. We seem to have done this to ourselves somehow, but the dumbest 5% on each side are controlling the national conversation right now. Wow. And all of our politics, for some reason. dumb reporting on the dumb. And... uh, I don't know what's going on. Boy, that's that's really an interesting point. I would like to delve more into that. And almost nobody else is involved in these things, you know, thinks these things make sense. You know, it's it's like bum fights. I think the nation's politics, as specifically as seen through the media, is now bum fights. It is pitting the unfortunate against each other and us rooting for, you know, one bum or the other, decrying the bum fighting. Or or enjoying it in some quarters, etc. But that's what we're doing. We're not actually dealing with issues or anything. We're just watching the bums fight. You just you're just going to focus on the blood in this story. If you guys hadn't shown up and beaten these peaceful protesters, there wouldn't have been any blood. <laughs> well, right. Don't. It's not always about the violence. Oh, for God's sake! I yeah. If that's not the the five percent, it's certainly the ten. That's rough. Yeah, I'm telling you. And the, just the chucklehead uh, TV news people. A gerbil. Well, we we got to get our arms around this as a society, or we have some event coming where they're like, it's, it's like a, a, a civil war battle. It's practically guaranteed. Yeah. There's going to, who was it? Was it what, a caller? One of our guests said the other day, I don't think the real right-wing freaks have shown up yet. Right, eventually the 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 actual right winger hate groups who are willing to be violent are going to show up at the same place Antifa is at, and you're going to have like a civil war battle. It's going to be an enormous bloodletting, yeah. Unless we all say, and you know, I've said this sort of thing before. I'm talking to you, Jesse Aragon, Edley, the mayors of uh, Berserkly, California, and San Francisco, respectively. I cherish, cherish, cherish your right to get up and speak whatever left-wing progressive stuff you want to. I think it's 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 what made this country great. Even as I disagree with you, I am overjoyed at your right to speak it. And if you don't take that same attitude about, I'm not talking about the effing Nazis, although they have constitutional rights too, but if you don't protect with everything you've got people peacefully assembling and speaking their point of view, well, then you are the worst sort of coward and betrayer of... Of everything you've ever claimed to be. Now is your time to either rise up and be the sort of person you dreamed you might be, or to shrink back and be thought of for the rest of your days as a coward and a hypocrite. Now, gentlemen, now. Such an interesting time to be alive and follow these stories. I don't know where it goes from here. What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Al Harvey bringing more disastrous flooding to Texas. We've got some numbers that are going to stun you. Six. It's, 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 the, it's the worst storm ever hit America yeah. now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The worst storm to ever hit America. 16 years on, what Americans think about sending more U.S. troops to Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And get ready, Apple is going to unveil its new, improved, and very expensive iPhone. Stories coming up minutes from now. Armstrong and Getty. Yeah, what's this iPhone do for a thousand bucks? Thousand bucks? Yeah. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. I want to get through your news because I want to hear about that new iPhone. Let's hear from Marsha Phillips. Houston getting a break today, but massive flooding now affecting two more Texas cities as Tropical Storm Harvey moves northeast. 
Prediction is flooding in Port Arthur and Beaumont, Texas is going to be as bad, if not worse, than the flooding in Houston. Yikes. Senator Ted Cruz. I just saw a photograph of the I-10 freeway headed out by Beaumont that was completely underwater and had waves that looked like you were looking at the Gulf of Mexico. So this remains a very dangerous storm. Now, since Friday, a record level of more than 51 inches of rain has fallen in the Houston area. Which that is unimaginable. That's just unimaginable. You, you can drop that anywhere. Yep. People are talking about whether they're prepared or not or had the right to protections or the city what planning. What did the mayor do? Right. You, you can drop four feet, three inches of rain on any place right. in the world, and it's going to be underwater. The three inches would be the hardest rain you'd ever seen in your life if, it, if you got three inches right. of rain today. Oh, my God. That works out, by the way, to 19 trillion gallons of water. That is enough to cover all of Alaska, California, and Texas with an inch of water. That is an amazing statistic. 19 trillion gallons. Wow. Well, as the as the war drags on, 16 years and counting now, agreement with President Trump's plan to send more troops to Afghanistan is pretty much divided among voters. There's a new Politico poll out that shows... of voters are in support of sending more troops to Afghanistan, 41% are against the idea, and 14% had no opinion. Backing for the troop increase is greater among Republicans than Democrats or independents. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, well, we've been at this for quite a while now. It's a little disturbing to me how people support the war when their guy's president and then are against it when their guy's not president. That that chunk of people bothers me. Right. Um, That, like, have no position on whether we're accomplishing anything or or can accomplish anything. The next iPhone is going to be unveiled on September the 12th. Dow Jones reports Apple's getting a release event ready for that day for the new iPhone 8, possibly the iPhone 7S and 7S Plus. The new high-end iPhone 8 is expected to start at $1,000. And then what's it do? God, that, I'm out. What's it do? That the it. Other, I paid $750 for my last iPhone, but, man, another $250 is a lot. Well, That's a big jump. According to early reports, the iPhone 8 has new gesture controls to replace the How home button. How about this button. gesture? Yeah! <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> it's got a taller screen with rounded corners and 3D facial recognition to unlock phones and make uh, payments on various things. Why, facial recognition to unlock your phone is pretty cool. <laughs> Wait Although, a minute. <laughs> some are concerned that the technology is not quite there, as many of these things can be fooled by, like, a picture. Someone just puts a picture of you in front of the phone and yeah. it unlocks it. Or, so, what oh, if, boy. or what if another guy who looks like Sling Blade grabs my phone and all of a sudden he's accessing all my data. <laughs> Kathy Griffin I says... I like texting my wife on mine. <laughs> Kathy Griffin says she's not sorry anymore about that picture of her holding the fake bloody severed head of President Trump. Oh, After right. the photo was released in May, she apologized on Twitter saying it was a wrong thing to do. But during an interview she did for Australian TV yesterday, she said... I'm no longer sorry. The whole outrage was BS. The whole thing got so blown out of proportion. The picture happened. The outrage was ridiculous. I made an apology. And then now in light of all the crazy stuff that he and this administration are doing, pardoning Joe Arpaio, who is a federal criminal who is convicted of a crime but never served time. That never happens. Presidents never uh, pardon uh, people who have committed crimes. Um, uh, What's interesting about it, though, is... 
Like, if, I don't even remember if I was outraged at the time. I, I certainly it couldn't. It was pretty horrifying. It was, but I couldn't work it back up again. I mean, these things come and go so quickly. Well, and I like the way she is proud of it, then ashamed of it, now proud of it again. <laughs> these, things come, right. these things come and go so quickly, and they're the biggest thing in the world for like a day. Right. And then they're just gone. And then you wonder if she brings it up again because she's. it's not the biggest thing. You know, it's sort of yeah. like, I'm yeah. over here, I'm interviewing, I'm, I'm doing yeah. an interview with Australian TV. Is there somewhere I could go? Is there a government program where I can right. sign? up to never hear her name again. So Rosie O'Donnell penned her apology. I just read that the other day. She ghost wrote Kathy Griffin's apology. Yeah. You're kidding. That's crazy. Wow. That is What what do you make for that? I don't know. Can you make money doing that? Dear honey, I am grievously ashamed of my (laughs) activities last night. I could write guys uh, apologies. There you go. There you go. Five bucks a throw. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting to get his show, The Voice of the West. It's going to be a per word thing. Okay. All right. You know, you want to, I was wrong. I apologize. It'll cost you $5. You want something a little more elaborate, Shakespearean, sincere? Uh, It's going to cost you. (laughs) I just want to, I want to get people off my back. What does that cost? That's the sort of apology I'm always looking for. <laughs> That's not an apology. No. We'll get people off my back. I think you're misunderstanding the term. I think the McGregor clan is gonna is trying to become the new Kardashians. Connor and his two hot blonde sisters, which I didn't even know existed until yesterday. Well, then we need to round them up and jail them immediately <laughs> before that happens. Well, at least that clan has somebody who actually accomplished something before Some, yeah, becoming that's famous. True. Something was accomplished. Uh, stay tuned. We got a lot on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Got some texts about the new iPhone 8, 1000 bucks. $1,000 is what I'd pay for a phone that either makes me a hamburger or has a laser gun. Not one for slightly rounder corners. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, I... Uh... You know, I'm at a point in our career where we're making some money, and, you know, I, I, I can pay $1,000 for a computer because it's not a phone. To no, continue no, calling no. it a phone is silly. It's a vestige of the past. Um, but, man, I, it is somebody, somebody's iPhone, is they depend on it like we do. It made an adult out of me. But, you know, working man, working woman, don't got a lot of money laying around, supporting kids, whatever. That's, that's too much money. It's a lot of money. It's something that people are carrying around seven, eight. $100,000 computer in their pocket all yeah, the time yeah, in the know. modern world. Uh, what would the new iPhone cost if Apple didn't give the Southern Poverty Law Center several million dollars? Yeah. Um, Complete waste. Facial recognition software on the iPhone. Will I be able to unlock my iPhone if I'm hungover? <laughs> the iPhone's in. That ain't you. <laughs> you wake up, you look in the mirror. Oh, my God. <laughs> that doesn't look what am like I it. doing to myself? I'm not going to be able to unlock my phone until like 1 o'clock and I get some greasy food in me and right. a nap. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's funny. So, uh, listen, we were talking about the rain in Houston, and the the problem, the amount of it specifically, and it's said to be now 51 inches of rain and more are coming. Um, 51 inches of rain is incomprehensible because it, it goes away. Um, I've seen rain where it rained three inches, and it was it was I was afraid that everyone would die. I mean, it was unbelievably heavy rain, and so fifty one inches. You're also afraid of doorbells. That's true. <laughs> fifty one inches is uh, is incomprehensible, but I think all of us understand what six inches of snow is. We're going to get a foot of two feet of snow, and according to meteorologists, at thirty two degrees Fahrenheit, an inch of rain is about ten inches of snow. 
And it goes up from there. If it's colder, the ratio gets even higher. But let's just be conservative and talk about it at 32 degrees Fahrenheit. If that had been snow, and this is going to be especially vivid for anybody who spends any time in snowy regions or the mountains, etc. If that had been snow, it would have been 42 and a half feet of snow. That's a lot of snow. Everybody would be dead. It's that much rain. It's, it's incomprehensible amounts of rain. I said, have you seen any of the before and after pictures or videos or what have you? I mean, the water, you've got like a drainage ditch in a big culvert that is bordered then by, you know, whatever, a a retaining wall. The water's over all that stuff. I mean, I saw they were in this subdivision, kind of upscale looking subdivision and uh, on the news last night. And the, the water was up to the second story of big houses. Flooding is weird if you've never been in one. I was in one in 92 in the Midwest and um, and, and places that you couldn't imagine having water are underwater all of a sudden. And it just seems like it's not possible, but it's happened. I was staying at a Motel 6 and they were... They were uh, driving uh, jet skis up to the motel because it was kind of on high land and taking them across this little lake that was the parking lot to 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 dry ground. And it just it just seemed like how could the water end up here? Because you don't recognize low spots and high spots and stuff like that just in your everyday life, right? Yeah, and it's 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 very it was very strange. The uh, it was and it made you feel very uh, weak. Yes, in the face of it, like you have no control over this. There is nothing you can do about this at all. You know, I tend not to get panicky, but the night before Declan was born, the night we took him to the hospital, was one of the most astounding rainstorms I've ever seen in my life. And uh, I parked my car on high ground about eh, a quarter mile from our house. And our house was just in a subdivision. Um, It was near a little creek, so I guess it was, you know, fairly low area. But I ended up in uh, wading through thigh-high water to get to the car. And I said to Judy, we got to go now before this water gets any higher. My neighbors came back with their SUV that was super jacked up high. It's the Carolinas, don't you know? Um, but that it was godsend because we could get through the water. I never could have gotten through the water in a regular passenger car. And how quickly it got to that point was the scary part. And then when you notice it's not sinking, it's rising, um, which I've heard a lot of people in Houston talking about. They thought, you know, this isn't. Uh, this is pretty bad and this is pretty scary. And oh my God, the water's still rising. That's when they fled or called nine one one and. Um, but yeah, flooding, you can't argue with flooding. And the one thing that people forget until you read an account of it is that water is not only not pool water, it's full of filth of every description. It's full of what was at the uh, the sewage plant for your city. It's full of filth and poo and disease and the rest of it. It's also full of a tremendous amount of debris, broken glass and metal and all sorts of stuff. You're, you're, you're trying to walk through that. All of a sudden, you got this gaping cut on your leg in the middle of sewage. Ugh. It's really, really not good. Well, and if you've ever had anything flood in your house, I mean, you try to keep it away or try to stop it. And then there's like a very quickly a point where it's just, well, okay, it's ruined now. Right. I mean, it's just Let's what do hope you do? it doesn't go to the second story. Yeah, it's just no fixing this. And, uh, yeah, it's a, and you got a serious problem on your hands. And I just I heard 80% of the people in the Houston area do not have flood insurance, the federal flood insurance. And, and by the by, those of you who just uh, want bigger and bigger government to take care of us in every way, there are people from freaking Hurricane Sandy who had federal flood insurance who still haven't gotten their checks. And that was, what, four years ago? Unbelievable. The um, 
should they have evacuated story came and went. Uh, so uh, for a, like a day or two, it was, how dare they not evacuate? What's wrong with these people? And then saner people have have gotten out the word. You can't evacuate a city of four million people it would have been in a day. Im- it would have been impossible. You'd have had nothing but uh, stopped traffic for like 15 hours while they all died in their cars. Right. That's that all you would have accomplished. That was good conflict, though. That was conflict for a couple of days. So for That's like, an accusation. Yeah. It's a chance to beat up on the Democrat mayor of Houston. It's a real nice opportunity. So for but like, it didn't last. Yeah, for like two days, people were willing to spout off with no idea what they were talking about yeah. until somebody who said, uh, by the way, the reason you don't do that is in a major city, blah, blah. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I uh, probably shouldn't have said that. Then. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, let's say again, the media. John Stewart, we were talking about him before. I think my favorite thing John Stewart has ever said is the true bias in the media is toward conflict. Conflict and ugliness. I don't know. I just don't know. People who promote conflict, I'd like to stab them in the spleen. I'd like to punch them. (laughs) Punch violence in the face. That's right. Uh, How much time did you say we have? Kick aggression's ass. That's my new slogan. (laughs) You got to get that on a t-shirt. Oh, hey, speaking of which, we're not going to have time for this. Maybe we get to it tomorrow at some other time. Fifteen highly accomplished teachers, professors, etc. in Yale, Princeton, and Harvard have published a letter telling young people headed to college, think for yourself. The vice of conformism is all too common, and it's a disease. Think for yourself. Yes. The vice of conformism. Hmm. The pun. old VOC. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Houston, has anybody talked about the WOG? I haven't heard anybody bring that up. But who now? Wrath of God. The Bible. Usually that comes up in these things. You think Houston's being blotted out for its sins? It usually comes up. Somebody brings it up. Well, you just did. Stay tuned. Thanks. <laughs> this is the Armstrong and Getty Show.